Happy Friday, Bills Mafia. Welcome to a special wild card edition of the Friday Night Forecast. I'm your host, Travis Blakesley. And today we have the usual suspects, Herm the Buffalonian. How you doing, Herm? Herm the Buffalonian is in the house, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, eliminating the Patriots tomorrow night. So I'm, I'm psyched. Yes, sir. We also have Cody. How we doing, Cody? Doing well. Already looking forward to the game. Already a little bit nervous. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. You got the, the... I feel like every hour that inches closer, you... You dig up a reason to uh, have a little doubt, but you know this is a this is an opponent that uh, we've seen, and um, I'm confident that we're the better team. But as we all know, that doesn't that's not always the guy who wins. So uh, before we get into this week's matchup, I think we can uh, delve into last week's matchup. I know we are uh, off the air, but um, you know. Uh, th- I, I I titled the first segment as the bipolar Buffalo Bills strike again. Uh, is anyone concerned about this? Uh, Cody, I'll let you lead us off. I think yes and no. Um, you saw the way we came out of that game. It was like gangbusters, and we kind of did what we wanted. We went right down the field, and and then we kind of went into a shell. And from the, I don't know what, second quarter, midway through, um, all the way to the fourth quarter, it was just punt after punt. And uh, it seemed a little dis- disorganized and guys weren't really on the same page, which, which is the one thing that kind of concerns me. Um, guys were breaking out. Allen's throwing it in. And uh, I-, I don't know. So that, that, that concerns me a little bit. But um, at the same time, I, you know, they were playing for the division, but it is the Jets. And I, think, I think they kind of maybe went a little conservative. Um, so I guess, you know, there's some trepidation there because you want to see them firing on all cylinders all the time. But at the same time, you do end up with a comfortable win against a division opponent that's laying it all out on the line. So that's kind of where I stand. Yeah, it was uh, it was one of the more interesting. Uh, I don't know what. Seven, what do we win by? 17? 12? Yeah. What, what was the differential? Yeah. I don't know. Multi multi score. It was 27-10. Yeah, yeah. So seven. It was the mo- one of the more interesting seventeen-point victories. I mean, that second and third quarter was like, I think it that that's that series where Hack punted the ball short and then got a re-kick for no reason and then made it even worse. That that kind of summed it up. Or the one he missed. Um, we'll get into Hack uh, talk later. But uh, Herm, are you feeling a little concerned? This is something that we've saw. Uh, yeah, he is a hack. Um, <laughs> we saw we saw this, these types of performance. What seems like all season um, is this something you're concerned going into the playoffs, or uh, are we turning the page, so to speak, uh, when you enter the postseason? A little bit this well, not a little bit. I was disappointed because, as Cody said, the opening drive we looked good, went down, scored. Next drive we got in the red zone. Of course, you know my bet three, we didn't finish. We got a, a field goal, but we're up ten zip. And then it just seemed like uh, we were just totally ineffective for the next two quarters. I think uh, the two prior games, we didn't punt at all. We made up for it in those uh, next six or seven and drives in a row, right? We were, we were you know, we looked terrible. Turnover so, on downs and then three straight, three yeah, and out. Exactly. I mean, uh, I wanted to see us just drub the Jets right out the gate 
as it looked like we probably, you know, we had the possibility of doing the defense. I mean, they were, they were totally ineffective. Their offense and our defense was outstanding, but uh, I wanted us to just come out, put that game away early. And, um, you know, they get that 40 yard uh, slant for a touchdown. And all of a sudden, what was it? 10, seven at that particular juncture, which, uh, I didn't like. So you're saying, was I concerned? Yeah, because we get another field goal. It's 13, seven. I'm sitting here going, if they get the touchdown, they can be winning 14, 13. And, uh, that wasn't really indicative of how the game went. So after our, uh, Atlanta game and the end of the buck game, the Carolina game, I felt I wanted us to maintain that offensive momentum, uh, that it looked like we were building and, uh, we just didn't look good. And, we needed the game while the Patriots were playing at the same time. So um, we didn't take our foot off the throttle in terms of not playing our players, but we just didn't play well. So was I concerned? Yes. Am I concerned coming in? No, it's another, it's a different ball game. As you said, we've played them twice. Um, and uh, here it's win or go home. So there's a uh, no tomorrow. And um, guaranteed for there is no game next week for either team, one way or another. So uh, you got to put that behind us and let's uh, let's put together a, a nice offensive uh, performance tomorrow night, as we did against them in New England a couple of weeks ago. If I if I can add in there real quick, so the one thing that really agitated me thinking about it is we get that block punt the first one all year, we're at the thirty yard line and we get no points there. I like that we're aggressive and. I get it. The Jets, they, I think they're actually like 32nd defection, 31st, something yeah. pretty terrible. Um, now, I don't know if it was the third or the fourth down play where they threw it to Zach Moss on a, on a you know, he just snapped the backfield and it gets tackled for a yard. I hate these plays that, like, that, that it's three yards and you throw it behind. I, I, that bothers me. But you have to get points there. At that point, like Herm said, the second drive – Diggs catches that touchdown. It was close. He didn't get the foot in. You get a field goal there. So you could have easily been 14. You get nothing on the block punt, but you've basically taken over almost in a red zone. So you could easily be up 21, 17, nothing. Instead, it's 10, nothing. And, uh, and then we went to, uh, you know, fatigue from there on. It's like nothing happened for two quarters. So just anemic. Yeah. And then you get that weird series where, I think Dawson Knox had that nice catch. Um, and I believe uh, McKenzie picked up a first down, but there was like a holding call or something. Some, or No, it was the low, uh, the chop block. Um, and then, chop block, and then yeah. there were three passes in a row where there was no receiver anywhere. Yeah. It was, right. You know, you see that obviously mm. when you have all these option routes, but it was just like three in a row. And, just looking at the TV is like, what are you, what are you guys doing? What, what, what is going on? And I never was really in doubt. I mean, this happens a lot where we're playing an inferior team and I wasn't in doubt of losing the game, but I mean, you, you have a, we didn't know who we were going to play at that time, but you have a top third of a te- uh, of the league team coming to your house next week. And this is supposed to be a game where you're kind of, you know, priming, the barrel or so to speak. And, you know, yeah, they picked it up at the end, but that, that middle lull was just, it was ugly football. It was Jacksonville yeah. type 
It looked exactly. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. And when you just made the comment that it was never in doubt, I mean, as I said, it was 13 7. If they get one big play or a break, they're up by a point. And yeah. then all of a sudden, uh, um, anything could happen you know, at that point. You're right. I just didn't yeah. feel like we were in, in jeopardy of losing the game. But you're right. I mean, you kept it close. Anyone can yeah. win. Jet The Jets have mm-hmm. beaten decent team. I mean, they beat oh, the Titans. Yeah. You know, they beat the Titans. And the week before, they played the Bucks. They should have probably won that yeah. game. But uh, you know, they played them tough. So I didn't want to. Be, I didn't want to be a victim there. It. I'm with Travis. So I mean, I I hear you saying that they were only up by six points at one point, and you get one play, and they're down by a point, but. They weren't doing a damn thing on offense. They were, I mean, no, atrocious, no. atrocious. And, you know, it, it, I, I think, I mean, what I'm hoping, and I think probably what we're all hoping is that, and I don't want to say, oh, they didn't want to show too much. I'm hoping they just kind of kept it, I don't want to say simple, because they were doing different formations. They played a lot of bunch. But maybe not trying to do too much um, and just get out of there with the win. Uh, which is what they kind of reverted to the fourth fourth quarter there. They kind of ran the football a little bit more successfully and, and relied on that. But, but, but yeah, a lot, a lot of option routes that just were, were the op, the receivers doing one thing and the, and the quarterback is going the other way. And, uh, you know, if it was a different game and it was a playoff game, I bet you Allen probably would have took off a lot earlier and started running the football. Yeah. Um, in this game, he didn't really do that, yeah. so – well, I kind of that it's funny that you brought it up because that one big run kind of sparked the offense a little bit in the second half where, you know, he, he, there's points in game where Allen's like, OK, I'm not messing around anymore. I'm, <laughs> let me take it in my own hands. And just yeah. before we move on, poor Zach Wilson, that, that, that boy is not ready to play in the NFL. Um, the way he was running backwards is exactly what I think everyone wanted wanted Josh Allen to play like, you know, throughout his that's all that's all they ever thought he was gonna be. And he unfortunately, you know, when you're going backwards or you're taking sacks when you could just throw the ball out of bounds, you know, you're stepping or you're you're stepping out of bounds when you could just throw it. It's it's tough to watch and kind of feel bad for him because how are you gonna set up a, a project guy like he is? with no, no veteran leadership behind him. You know, I get it if you're starting him, even though I don't think he should start, but you, you put Mike White and got, I mean, what, you pick up Flacco or, right? They picked up Flacco halfway through the season. And right. It's just, you know, but moving on, this is not a Jets bot- podcast. How about that Buffalo Bills, <laughs> uh, that Buffalo Bills defense finishing a season with elite performance, um, cementing that number one ranking in many statistics. So just to name a few, the Bills are number one in points for, uh, or sorry, points against, uh, yards, number three in turnovers. Um, they've given up the, the least amount of first downs. Um they're just number They're one in, in yeah number one in passing yards number one in passing TDs allowed uh, three in interceptions I mean the list goes on it kind of drops off a little bit for the rushing but I mean at what point you know you got to have some sort of weakness I believe so you know Herm speak on uh, what this Bills defense no Pro Bowlers although Poyer made the All Pro which I'm very happy for him and Micah made second team All Pro. Um, you know what? What a performance uh, by this Buffalo Bills defense in 2021. Oh, uh, the D 
Um, I think both of you will agree. I mean, how many times um, throughout the season did they bail out the offense? Or or probably uh, even in the Jet game, when we went through that uh, two quarters, you guys say, a lull. I'm sitting there watching it. Okay, uh, after the two horrible punts, they got the ball right around midfield and, um, you know, a couple of years, 20 yards away from field goal territory. But the defense held. They sacked him. They did, but you're, I hate to keep putting them into the position, um, our offense. But I mean, they're out. They were outstanding. They were the defense uh, was ferocious. I'll use that word uh, with nine sacks, um, and it began right there too at that at the, with our front four, uh, and and they were rotating players, but they played well. They knocked passes down. The linebackers were active. Uh, I think it was a total performance at all three levels on the, um, on you know, on defensively. So um, I just hope we can carry over statistically. You know, there's a lot of uh, conversation or chatter online based upon the schedule that we beat up on a lot of. Uh, we build up a lot of statistics on on teams that weren't, you know, they weren't formidable or they didn't have good quarterbacks or we faced backup quarterbacks. But uh, New England played basically the same schedule we did. So uh, we end up with the number one defense, they end up with number two, and here we are tomorrow night. So I hope we can carry over that performance, especially in the, in the uh, run game, to stop their rushing and make Mac Jones pass the ball. That's what I'm, I'm looking for tomorrow night. Uh, Cody, before I give it over to you about the Bills defense, uh, a nice little stat. Um, in 2021, in the regular season, um, the Bills only allowed 167 deep passing yards allowed. Um, this would be a 20 plus, um, 20 plus through the air, uh, pass. The next closest team is Los Angeles at 426. So, I mean, wow. just a dominant, um, secondary. It just, you know, there's, and I'm going to pull out, try to get a stat on Jor- Jordan Poyer, but he's like less than a hundred yards, I think, through the air, like given up against his opponents. Um, so, okay, Leroy has it two, 245. So, I mean, that that's insane. Um, again, hats off to Jordan Poyer for making it and not making the pro bowl. Um, Cody, your thoughts on the bills, uh, epic performance on defense this year. Yeah, I think, um, you know, heading into the Atlanta game, I kind of, which is probably the last time we talked, I kind of challenged the D line to, to have a coming out game. And this last couple of weeks has been really incredible. Uh, Harrison Phillips and like, complete studs out there um and, and that's really where where our defense has, has really stepped it up a notch we it's it's the pressures are coming from the inside and some of these guys like addison hughes got one last week um even vernon butler had a you know decent game with a few snaps that he had uh these guys have 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 upped their game so much that it's really elevated this defense to a whole new um echelon there and and i think you know, where we're saying that the, the offense is anemic last week, the, the defense was incredible. Um, Edmonds firing through the line, Milano. I mean, just from, from top to bottom, we haven't even mentioned Dane Jackson or these guys because it's, it's, it doesn't even seem like they're being challenged. Um, now, you would expect Belichick to come out with some stuff in the, you know, this next game coming and try to take advantage of some guys there. But, but so far this year, and, and I, don't, I don't want – I don't care about anybody saying, oh, we haven't played this quarterback. We haven't done that. We're not one, we're not, you know, 
number one in, in just one thing here. We're, what is it, in seven different categories where the number one defense? So, you know, you play who you're, who you're given, which the old adage, but, but when you come out on top consistently and over now 17 games, you, you got to give it to them. They've, they've been awesome. Leslie Frazier's done a great job. And um, I think they're playing their best ball going into the playoffs, which is very exciting for us because we finally got a pass rush. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, this is what we were hoping for last year. And, you know, you got a top three uh, offense and a, the number one consensus defense. It's, uh, it's a recipe for success. Um, and before we get into this week's game, I just want to touch on what we talked about earlier. Uh, Hawk, I mean, terrible performance. We all know, I think we all know, anyone who out there is listening, Hawk is on this team because he's a very good holder. Now, there is tangible evidence of this because Miami had the highest field goal percentage uh, among kickers last year. They're dead last this year. The only difference is the holder. Literally, the only difference, kicker's the same, snapper's the same. So there is value um, that he brings to the team. I think I, I'm pretty sure that analytically they saw how little the Bills punted last year and you know they kind of expect the same thing get get across the 50 and see what happens either kick the field goal or uh, go for it on fourth downs um but we know Bill Belichick out I mean this year their special teams haven't hasn't been great I mean I think they have three three block punts on them not 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 block punts against but four um but they're notorious for kind of smelling blood in the water on special teams. Herm, are you concerned, especially in a in a game where you're talking zero degrees Fahrenheit and the, that ball's hard? And this is a guy who he drops the ball before he kicks it. So there's a lot that goes into it. He had a shaky game beforehand. Are you concerned? Well, uh, you know, we definitely – in that particular game, we definitely had a painting. I mean, punting uh, problem. <laughs> <laughs> Still says painting on my <laughs> script. <laughs> you know, you know, I would have been a smart out of my Why we're such good friends? <laughs> anyway, he uh, it was horrible. I mean, <laughs> the Pittsburgh game. I feel that's one of the factors we lost when he got the block punt. I mean, that cost a four touchdown in the opening game of the season. I think. A lot of us, um, you know, we lost uh, Boricuez. Am I saying his name correctly? But <laughs> he, he punted well. Boricuez. Yeah, he was, you know, he punted well. He wanted more money, so we had to cut him loose. So this guy here, though, um, uh, he looked he looked, ho- he looked horrible uh, during that stretch. As you said, he got a do-over. He got a mulligan, and it was worse. So, uh, you know, he should have took a provisional. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and that one, if you play. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. And, uh, we, no, he gave up. If we were playing someone else that was able to take advantage of field position, he put us in a bad position, but the defense bailed us out once again. So um, I watched the thing earlier, and um, they actually had a punter from a, uh, a retired punter who was saying playing in the cold weather, the – the part of the game, special teams, it's uh, affected the most are the kickers. And he was, and I agree with him in that regard. That uh, tomorrow you're kicking, uh, you know, like a, almost a rock. Yeah. Uh, and 
He didn't, and we won't have the win, obviously, that was in the first game. And, and not to mention, these guys play. are just standing on the sidelines. You know, you're oh, yeah. playing, exactly you're, guy, you're warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I read the thing earlier, Steve Christie, who played in the second coldest game in Bill's history, said his foot was frozen and the ball was frozen. He just hoped that they met at the same, at, at the right point. Mm-hmm. But you're standing over there on the sidelines. They, you know, they can keep their feet warm and uh, your hands warm, but it's still freezing. You're kicking basically like a rock. So I don't, I mean, uh, I don't have a lot of confidence in him just basically uh, based upon his season. I don't know if he'll be here next year or if we'll go out and uh, find somebody that's a little bit more reliable. And, uh, but for this uh, postseason run right here, you know, we need him to be better than he has been, but it's, so I am concerned. Yeah. Um, I say we don't punt again, hopefully, or, uh, you know, that would uh, be nice. we got a comment here saying, I see him giving us the advantage of, uh, on field this week. Uh, okay. Cody, do you, uh, share those sentiments? Well, I mean, all right, just to piggyback off of what you said before to give the guy some credit, um, you know, like you said, with Sanders in Miami, you see as field goal percentage has gone way down. And now you look, Boyorquez is holding for uh, Mason Crosby in Green Bay. He's having his worst season in his NFL career. Yeah. So, and then Tyler Bass is having a lights out year. So there is some value that he brings, um, you know, whether it's holding or, or punting. And, and he's good at kicking within the 20-yard line, right? So hopefully if we're punting, we're punting from, let's say, midfield. <laughs> And uh, and he can pin them down there. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the funny the, the funny part was his get right punt was from like that area, and he kicked it out of the end zone, and yeah, everyone cheered. Yeah. That was the best yeah. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave him a Bronx cheer for real on that one. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I did. I did feel a little bad for the guy. Listen, I don't think it yeah, can be much worse. So I, I'm hoping no. that. I think it was uh, the gentleman that was just on the screen. Better you know, not be. Yeah, you, you can't be. You know, the problem is that he's slow. He's slow getting the ball. He's, he takes an extra step. He's just slow. And and the Patriots, Belichick, are, you know, he already did see it. So they know that. The Buffalo just has to execute to a point where they don't let it become a factor in this game. Now, hopefully, like you said, we don't have to punt, and then we don't have to worry about it. That will break. Um I think you'll see McDermott be a little bit – I think he will be aggressive in this game. So, depending on the yard line, you know, hopefully he just won't get too much usage. Yeah, I I think if it's – if we're past the 45 of our our own 45, I don't think we're punting, unless it's like fourth and nine or what have you, you know. But it's fourth and five, I think we're going for it all day unless we're kicking field goals. Yeah, it's it's uh it's funny uh you know being being my age Brian Brian Mormon I mean hell we had coaches go up to the microphone and say at least we punted well so it's <laughs> it's very strange seeing uh bad punting I mean we've we've had decent punters um right. throughout the last 20 30 years uh but yeah moving on to uh tomorrow's night's game you know it's nice that we don't have to wait an additional day i know it sucks waiting until 8 15 p.m but yeah it's cool having it's cool having a saturday night game um as mentioned by every talking head and ourselves uh could be one of the coldest games in orchard park history um you know we're we're floating around that zero line um luckily no wind so uh i 
you know, I that that that's a win for uh, Allen. You know, let's see if he can take some off of his passes because, like you said, it's a rock. You'd be throwing a rock around out there. Um, yep. But getting into Buffalo, Herm, do you see um, a conservative, um, you know, way of McDermott in 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 terms of uh, game decisions? Uh, where he's going to rely on his defense, or do you think he's going to be as aggressive as he was the last time they met, they matched up with the Patriots? No, I think uh, we should, or he will, and I'm saying we, but we should attack the basically the same way we did uh, when we played them, you know, at uh, in New England at their stadium. Um, you remember in that game? I mean, Josh was magnificent in that game, but he took. Their linebackers took the deep drops, and uh, remember our running backs underneath, he hit them. We picked up seven, eight, ten, take that. And then eventually, if they want to come up, uh, J.C. Uh, digs with J.C. Jackson's. I, I mean, uh, I want to be aggressive. I mean, that's the, that's our team. That's when we're, we're, we're playing, I think, at, at, a, you know, at, at, at our optimal level as an offense is when we're aggressive. When they get conservative – and you guys know I was texting during the game. You know, we ran the ball first down two yards, second down third, and then we're in third and seven against the Jets. Their defense played pretty well, just to give them their credit. But once again, you're putting a third and seven. Now, the Patriots, if you remember, uh, they blitzed um, Josh. Tampa blitzed him a lot in that first half of the game, which gave us issues in that game. So, um, you know, you look to your checkdowns and take what they give us, but I want us to be aggressive. I don't want us uh, um, going into that uh, conservative state where we're just running the football, and especially if the run game isn't there. Um, we've been running the ball well the last, uh, last really basically since second half of the Buck game. I think we've been running the football pretty well. Singletary seems very, very motivated and hungry, what they call it, motor. So uh, motors motor has been humming at, a, at, a, at a, his horsepower seems like it's gotten, a, you know, he, he's gotten turbo, turbo charged now. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's running a 93 uh, octane now. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. I mean, but that's a good thing. It's good to see him run hard. So well, that's uh, the thing. I like that uh, you said he runs hard because we always knew you could he could make people miss in a phone booth, but he's running exactly. guys over, which is nice. He's running hard right now. Angry I mean, and that's the Yeah, he's running angry. and. I want us to be aggressive like we were the first game and let the chips fall where they may because once you get into that, it almost seems what happened in that Jet game, we were running the ball, we're running the ball, and everybody gets into this mode uh, where, like you said, Josh, when he did throw that one series, not one of the balls was on target because it seems like they just kind of got into this uh, malaise where, okay, we're, we're going to beat them. We're going to beat them down by running the ball. We want to be physical, more physical. We want to show them we can be physical when, you know, if you mix it up because, uh, you know, we pass the ball. That's what we do. We do run. We want to run the ball, but, uh, you know, we have a, a, a now with, we, we're healthy. I don't think we have anybody on the injury list, if I'm correct, right? So we got all our weapons receiver-wise and um, our running back. So, let, you know, let's, let's – I want to – I'd like to – I would love to blow them out tomorrow night. I know everybody would, but uh, – make a statement yeah. you know eliminate them but also just blow them out finish them off and you know let's I'm, I'm tired of hearing about the patriots and bill belichick and all of this it's just blow them out once and for all josh mcdaniels want to take another job somewhere get out of dodge 
You mean take another job and then quit before you ever take the job? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cody, uh, I'm sure we all want them to be aggressive. Yeah. We all want them to be aggressive, McDermott specifically. But do you think that's what we'll see? Or do you see McDermott kind of, I don't want to say go back into his shell, but he is a defensive coach. You know, that's that's where he's born and bred. And, you know, you, you're going against an offense that can't do much through the air. Do you see it <clears throat> pop out or do you see them uh, continue to be aggressive? Well, not to be indecisive, but I think that the game is going to kind of dig this goes obviously if we're talking you know a tie game or a three-point game and we're you know at at our own 45 and it's fourth and two you know if if we're not having that much success I think you you will see him maybe being a little bit more conservative and try to punt and play a, a field possession game but but besides that I think he learned something from the last Patriots game um I don't know what our what our percentages ended up being on those fourth down conversions, but we did really well. And, and it really changed the outcome of that game. So I think you have to find a bit of balance there and, and, and try to uh, just let the game dictate how it's going. Now that sometimes you saw the chargers against the Raiders where you, you kind of have to, and hopefully we don't get to that point where we have to, but um I don't, I don't actually see McDermott as a conservative coach anymore. I think he's kind of shed that no, skin he's not. a little bit. Anyone, yeah. you're 100% right. Yeah, so I, I think, like, I don't want to be on the fence about it and say he's going to be this, he's going to be that. I think, like I said, I think you learned something from that last Patriots game. It worked out for us, um, but the game's going to dictate how it goes, so take that from Yeah, and just to, to reiterate your point, they were three for four on fourth down. Um, okay. And you're 100% right. McDermott is definitely a guy who he will use the analytics, but he definitely goes by feel. You know, if, if he feels like it's the swing of the game or, or the defense is going, he, he'll punt it. But again, like there's times where he, he feels he has the, uh, the, the offense humming. They're going to go for it. Right. And I, I actually did hear, I don't know if I heard it or, or if, I, if I read it somewhere. Um, so whoever brought this point up, if I did hear it, uh, kudos to them. But uh, they're talking about Andy Reid, and obviously um, McDermott being a disciple of Andy Reid. Uh, they're talking about how Andy Reid gets more aggressive in the playoffs, and his percentages go way up. And not saying that that's what McDermott's do, but it's like take the knowledge and a lot of uh, uh, game game day decisions from from him. So that's just a little fact to throw in there. So whoever brought that up, yeah, I don't think I don't think many conservative conservative uh, people, you know, are superior in their their you know any given sport or whatever. You know, it's always the aggressive ones. The one you know, look at Philadelphia a couple of years ago, kind of tells the tale. Um, but moving on, uh, Herm, what do you expect to see out of the run game? Uh, Cody's brought it up a bunch. I know you've spoken on how this is a pass first team. Um, does the weather dictate anything? Does this, the success of the run game in the last, I don't know, four or five weeks dictate it? Um, or uh, are the Bills going to be who they thought they were? Well, as I said earlier, we ran, we've run the ball extremely well um, since the second half of the Buck game. So we will, and I mean, it, it, ideally, it's great to be balanced, obviously. 
and the run game, if the run game is um, as effective as some of the teams that run against us, if it's humming like that, it obviously opens up the passing game, especially, um, you know, play action. Or if we try to do RPOs, I mean, you have to respect the run if we're running the ball well. If we get into that uh, that mode where we were kind of in the middle of the season where we were running uh, Singletary in four yard and Moss was running for two yards and then we have third and we're putting ourselves in third and longs um, consistently, no. But, yeah, I would love to see us run the ball. I mean, uh, I have to say this right now. This is the best offensive line play over the last couple of weeks that I think uh, we've seen all season. And um, uh, Bates, I was reading, uh, read a couple of pieces earlier in the day that Bates is getting a little bit, is getting some props now coming into that guard spot. And with Dawkins back, that the offensive line seems like, you know, they're synchronized. Uh, probably, in my opinion, that this is the best they've played all season as a unit. Isn't it and, so bizarre? Think- like... <laughs> You put in your utility, your utility offensive lineman, and that fixes everything. (laughs) Well, I mean, the three of us remember. I think a couple of our questions are are um, clear or cloudy. Was picking offensive line, you know, who was going to be the five linemen of the week? You know, other than Mitch Morse, sometimes it was a, and along with COVID and injuries, it was a crapshoot. But right now, seems like that's kind of been solidified over the last couple of games. I'm happy about it, but it also seems uh, from pass protection and the run game, both of those have uh, improved dramatically, and uh, hopefully that'll hold up again tomorrow. So if we can run the ball and we begin running the ball, I would love to. I would love to have us just run the ball and pick up over 200 yards rushing or 150 or better, with not a lot of it being Josh, even though you know he's going to do his thing. But uh, if we can do it. Uh, obviously, as I said, you know, you would love to have that balance, but it one uh, the run game will open up the uh, passing game or vice versa for us. So uh, let's uh, hopefully our line uh, consistently does what they've been doing for the last two uh, last two games, two and a half games, in my opinion. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Uh, Mud Dog in the chat. Motor continues his career year. Watch going to be different playoffs this year using Devin like we should. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone, I don't know if I don't know how true the mantra is or not. You got to run the football in the playoffs, but it looks like we have a serviceable, uh, more than serviceable back. And uh, to add to that comment, um, you know, Bates has elevated Dawkins. Dawkins, he earned he earned he earned the uh, all pro, but I think he his best or Pro Bowl, excuse me. But I think his best play has come after he got that accolade. I mean, coming in cold off the bench uh, after being you know, being on the COVID list, like he played fantastic. Last week he was dominant. Right. Um, Cody, I, we already know how you feel about the run game, um, but how do you see it going on uh, Saturday night? Yeah, I think um, I think the the big thing here is just seeing the health of Christian Barmore and seeing if he's going to be able to go. And even if he is able to go, I think you have to test him, um, see if those guys, see if he's ready for this game. Um, the Patriots are pretty nicked up. I mean, even their corners. So, I mean, so if you're playing guys, um, you know, uh, your third string, your second, third string cornerbacks that got to come up and make tackles in the cold weather, I think I think you got to try. Um, you know, like like Herm said before, I guess the Patriots last time. <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> your jacket was so loud there, Herm, I couldn't even hear myself. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, if these pictures, uh, linebackers and stuff would start floating into the back, into the uh, secondary there, I, I think that you're going to have some success. So, um, you know, uh, how do I see it going? It's kind of hard to to try to guess what's going to happen, but I think uh, Singletary has been playing his best football, and you can't go away from that. So I think you have to get him involved somehow. And uh, so whether that comes out to be a 60-40 or, or what for pass to, to rush, we'll see. Yeah, I, I I know it's not really the run game, but I just want to see, you know, if they're going to play, if they're going to play off coverage, keep feeding them the ball underneath. Um, that was the best part yeah. of the Patriots game, in my opinion, because, you know, three-step drop, nothing open downfield. I, you couldn't even see a linebacker in the picture, and you just see Motor sitting right there in the middle. So it's good to see. Right. Um, getting into the Patriots themselves, uh, Herm, we saw a lot of, like I just mentioned, a lot of uh, coverage, uh, off coverage, zone coverage against Allen uh, last week or excuse me, the last matchup. And, you know, even, you know, we did see more man coverage in the first, uh, the first outing, but we didn't see a ton of blitzing. Do you think that Belichick is going to re uh, revert to trying to pressure Allen the way he did in uh, early in his career? Well, that's what I anticipate because uh, as I said a little bit earlier, if you remember in the buck game, there was a period when they were blitzed him just about every play, the Tampa defense. And um, what, they were up 21 zip. We were ineffective, and we just didn't uh, make the adjustments in terms of uh, him, uh, you know, hitting, uh, you know, the hot receiver or getting rid of the ball. But he was on the move. They had him, you know, they had him um, flustered, so it seemed. They almost, that first half of our game with Tampa looked like the same thing they did with Mahomes in the Super Bowl last year. They were just, they had him on the run. Second half, uh, you know, it was a whole different ball game. I don't think Belichick, after, as you said, the last game when they were their linebackers were taking those deep drops and we were just and Josh was just throwing underneath. So um, I don't I don't think that will be they're going to change it up, obviously, but I don't think that's how they're going to come out of the gate allowing that this time. And I think uh, just because it is going to be so cold throwing the ball, catching it, that you may have a, more of uh, their cornerbacks doing press coverage. And um, they're, they're, I don't, you asked about running the ball. So I'm, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to see how he's good. They, he's good, great at making adjustments. And they, uh, Josh threw for over 300 yards, if I remember correctly, in that last game. Um, you know, a little bit different weather situation, obviously. But um, he took what they gave him early on and uh he just we just kept doing it we kept doing it we kept doing it and as you said we had no punts so we you know we made a lot of first downs and we we're moving the ball up and down the field uh, you guys know i'm greedy we should have scored in the 40s in that game uh you know remember we went out for we went four and out and inside the five if i remember correctly on one of our drives in that game as well in the red zone and we kicked a couple of field goals but um no, I, uh, I, I, you know, I, I look forward to seeing how we attack the defense also, but I think they'll be a little bit more aggressive because, um, you know, they, they, they kept a guy 
like a spy on him for running. And you know what? He he still ran the ball on him, but they had to because he was throwing passes and uh, he spread their defense up, throwing out into the flats. He was, uh, as you say, Singletary was just going over the middle, sitting there, pick up seven, pick up eight, pick up nine, ten, and uh, and he ran hard after the catch. So hopefully, uh, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll make our adjustments to whatever he decides to change up with here because they can't go with the same game plan that didn't work last time. We didn't punt for the first time in his career. Yeah, I mean, it was a it really was a masterful performance from Allen. Um, they tried to spy. You still got to catch him if he's taken off. Um, when they were there in pursuit, you saw the shuffle passes. Uh, you know, when they did decide to do man coverage, they found the mismatch in McKenzie and their slot corner. He just did everything right. Um, the only thing that they didn't really try to do was blitz him. And it, it comes to the point where it, it, I don't really think it matters what, how you defend Josh Allen. I think what makes Josh Allen ineffective is himself. If he's on or if he's not, because we've seen teams try to play coverage and wait for Allen to make the mistake. And if he's on, he doesn't make the mistake. We've seen teams blitz Allen and try to get him to, you know, get to him before they can find that mismatch. And we've seen him burn coverages. But most of the times when it doesn't work out, it's because of Allen. So it's, you know, you got this. I was telling Fran, I was like, you know, you're in this weird state. My wife, you know, she, she's not from this country. She's only been a football fan ever since we've met. So five or six years. And uh, I was like, you're so blessed to be a fan of a team that you have a X factor. You know, you have a guy who it doesn't matter who you're going against. It really doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. It's, it, you're in any game. You can lose the talent. You know, we've seen it with Tom Brady with nobody's around him. We've seen it with Aaron Rodgers. You got the type of guy who can make, you know, as long as he's on and he's making the right decision, it doesn't matter how you defend it. But with that said, Cody, do you expect to see the blitz? Yeah, I think they have to generate pressure somehow. Now, whether that's uh, the blitz, I guess, I guess so, because Matthew Judon has been invisible for the last few weeks. So, you can't yeah. they just don't have the 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 horses in the in the, the backfield right now to match up with our receivers. Bill Mills is out for this game. They didn't, you know, with COVID or whatever. I think it was COVID, I'm not sure. But um Kyle yeah, Duggar's wasn't elevated. Right. We we don't know if Duggar's playing. They just don't have the guys to match up and play coverage. So at some point, they have to get after Allen. Now, does that mean Allen escapes and runs all over the field? Well, I mean. I hope so if it comes down to that. But um, I think if he's back there, we'll, we're, we're going to end up picking him apart. I, there's, there's so many different places to go with the football. Um, going back and watching the Dolphins game, they left the middle of the field wide open. And Tua was picking them apart the first couple drives. I mean, everything between the, the hashes was, was there. 10, 12 yards, missed tackles. I, I, was, I was very surprised. Um, to say the least. So I, I think that they have to get on Allen. Now, you're gambling because he can easily escape and or uh, stiff arm your defensive end into the ground. But at some point, you have to try to make him make mistakes. And I'm with you. You know, he's a playmaker. If he's on, they won't win the game. 
I'm talking about the Patriots. They, they will not win a game. They just don't have the guys. So Bill Belichick is going to have to pull something out of his ass and get after them somehow, or, or they're dead in the water. Yeah. Very well put. Um, he's going to have to pull something out of his <laughs> something out of there, and it's they certainly don't yeah. have many uh, players on the bench because I think what it's like 15 people are questionable. Now that that's that's typical. Belichick, but a lot of these guys didn't practice. I mean, you think of like you mentioned Duggar. Okay, he's got a hand injury. I still think you can practice on a limited basis if you're good to go, you know, or if you know you're just nursing it. But if you can't even practice with a hand injury, I don't think you're playing in the game. And I know Bar- uh, Barmore left on a on a uh, cart, but apparently, I think he's going to be good to go. Um, but either way, I mean, again, their left tackle. Um, when? probably not gonna, yeah, yeah, wind's not gonna make it, and they're gonna have to shuffle guys around. And I think Mac yeah. Jones was was on on par or on course to be the most hit quarterback in league history, and a lot of it had to do with some of these backup fringe starters that are on the field protecting them. I don't think it's gonna be that big of a deal in the run game, but I do think in the passing uh, passing game, and uh, it, it will be. And I mean. Fresh off nine sack performance, um, they've had a ton of sacks in the last four games. I mean, we've talked a lot about the defensive line, and they seem to be coming on. So it might be this perfect storm. Um, but st- staying with Mac Jones, um, we talk about it all the time. I'm sure we mentioned it the last two times we played uh, the Patriots. But Herm, what do you expect out of him? And is he is is he capable of playing from behind, or or you know, is is that just not in the cards for him? Well. Um, I mean, uh, I think it's well-known fact with you guys and to anybody I talk to about that. Um, yeah, he's been getting all these props as a rookie, won 10 games, but basically, you know, for me, he was along for the ride. Those were my uh, words right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you had a top, top flight defense the run game was, was, was very, very effective early on. You've lost three out of four coming down the stretch. Um, and as you said, uh, Miami, he threw a horrible pick six in that game. You know, watch, I was watching part of that game and, uh, I, he doesn't to throw the ball downfield unless his receivers are wide open, which, uh, hopefully won't be the case. As you said earlier about us not giving up, um, pass, uh, pass completions over 20 yards. Um, I would, that's why my hope is we shut down that run game early early and often and make him throw the ball so it's it's going to be uh it's going to be cold he's from jacksonville played at alabama you're up there in new england but you know you haven't played a lot in the cold this is your first playoff game and um you know if you remember the, the first the last time we played them in new england we sacked them on that first series i think uh, ed oliver got him in the first series we made him throw the ball down and on second down and we sacked him on third down. We need to come out aggressive on him early and often and uh, get him shook. And, uh, but first and foremost, I was shut down that run game. I think uh, the running back ran for a little over a hundred yards, if I remember correctly. And he had that in that over a hundred yards, it was about a 40 yard run. I think he broke free for that in the game, which it seems like we've been giving up, um, when we did give up a lot of rushing yards, there's always a long run in there to uh, to pad the yeah. statistics of the back. 
but we haven't done that in the uh let's see the last two three games so let's let's uh from a defensive standpoint the line has been putting on a, an impressive amount of pressure so if he can do if we can do that tomorrow night um and shake him up early i and i don't really uh, believe that uh he can be the factor that beats us so that's my take on that uh mac Jones. good take well, what you really should say is you should say McCorkle Jones, okay? What's, what's your thought? That's his name, McCorkle Jones, right? <laughs> Michael McCorkle Jones. Uh, Cody, is this – I mean, listen, he's a rookie, and I don't think it was fair all of the praise that he's got. And not only was it not warranted, but you're, you're asking a lot out of him. Um, he's only a rookie, and he is not a highly touted rookie. I mean, he's – we're no those Alabama quarterbacks who are on these stacked teams are 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 usually they don't translate very well. I mean, we see Tua, he's they are who they are. Um Jalen Hurts. Point Blake period. Yeah, they yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's uh, you know, those those guys were all on the same team, I believe, at one point. Um Yeah, they were. Mr. Jones, is he is is he able to get it done if the Bills are come out to an early lead? Well, it was McCorkle. I'd go by Matt too. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, no, I, I'm going to say no. I, For sure. You know, I, I think he kind of came into the league. I don't want to say he's at his ceiling already. I think, but there's nothing, you know, uh, there's no, he doesn't do anything exceptionally well. He's an accurate quarterback. He, he's got a competent arm. But he doesn't, he doesn't wow you with arm talent. He doesn't wow you with size. He doesn't wow you with anything. Um, and I agree with Herm. He's kind of been uh, along for the ride here. So, I mean, the big thing for them is play action. If they can't get the running game going, if we shut that down, I just don't think neither at the quarterback position or really the dynamicism at the wide receiver position, I don't really think they have either one to um to keep up with like a, let's just say a shootout or, or to come from behind. I just don't think they have the guys for that. And he certainly isn't the guy right now. Um, that second matchup, we, we definitely battled him. Um, and if you're on a little offensive line shuffle, if Trent Brown ends up going from the right side to the left side, you're bringing Aaron in and you're bringing the, the sick line to play the right side, however they work it, it's gonna only go that much more chaos for them. Um, going into this game. So really it's the playoffs and it's, it's, it's the Patriots and it's a division game. Anything can, can happen, but there is really nothing on this offensive side of, of their football team that really scares me at all. And, uh, and I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is, is no, he can't do it. Um, <laughs> no, it, they're going to, they're going to, it, they're gonna, you know, people come out with his cheat codes, and when I say codes, I really mean his rub roots, you know, that he likes to do, and borderline offensive pass interference, play action crosses. He's gonna try to scheme up some stuff, um, but really, it's gonna it's gonna really rely on the offensive run game there for them. Um, and Mac Jones, hopefully for them, develops. I don't think he's got that much more development to do, um, but but we'll see. Uh, speaking of a point that you brought up mid uh, mid commentary there, um, you, 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 yeah, borderline rant, but um, 
you brought up the skill position players. Now, somebody who will be rejoining the team that was not in the lineup the last time we played was Nelson Aguilar. Um, Herm, will he impact this game? I know he's not a game breaker, but he is. He does bring the element of speed. And let's face it, the last matchup, you you didn't. I mean, we love our safeties, but we didn't even need anyone back there. There was no threat of. Myers or anyone else of the like. I mean, I, I truly believe John U. Smith was probably the fastest guy on the field when we played them, and he's a tight end. Nice. Will Nelson Aguilar add a little bit of spacing, a little bit uh, of a uh, wrinkle um, this this matchup? Well, I mean, he probably, in my opinion, is um, their best receiver. You got to Kobe Myers, but um, that's not saying much. Um, you know, in Philadelphia, it was known for dropping balls, um, uh, which they wanted to run him out of town. The Eagle fans did, and he's gone. Got picked up by the Pats, and he doesn't really scare me. He's not – all right, you're, you're saying is he going to stretch the defense? Because I don't really see him. He's not that uh, – he's not a speed burner like um, Deshaun Jackson and those guys to me or uh, um, Tyreek Hill with Kansas City. But, um, yeah, uh, I think uh, Michal uh, Emanuel is saying he is, he can be dangerous, and he adds another weapon. I think that probably is the uh, the biggest factor that I would take into consideration is that he does have another factor. He played the first game, which was the three pass games. I think he caught one of the two completions for six yeah. yards if I was looking at statistics earlier, so for what, it, for what that was worth. but. Um, Defensively, it still comes down to if uh, we put the pressure up front, I don't really care about their receivers. Uh, uh, their tight ends were really the most effective receivers for uh, for Mac Jones most of the season. Uh, so the wideouts, they caught some balls that got first downs for them in key situations in some games that I did get to see the Patriots. But him, he's, he's uh, he adds another potential weapon to them. But I don't really see them being uh, effectively throwing the ball too well against us tomorrow night. Good points, uh, Cody. Does Aguilar do anything for you this uh, in this matchup? Uh, not really. Uh, he's had five catches the last two weeks. He's not. Uh, you know, he can be a good player, right? He had suspect hands. We all know about Philly and how much they couldn't stand the guy and couldn't wait to get rid of him. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's a decent player. I wouldn't ever even say his name in the same sentence as Tyreek Hill. Um, I don't think, as far as a deep a deep threat, I, I don't think they have the quarterback to really even get the ball there. I'm not saying they can't throw the deep ball. He's an accurate quarterback. I just don't see the scheme where they're going to be hitting deep passes or really even taking too many shots. Um, and if you get beat over the top by Aguilar, uh, I don't really know what to say, but you know, he, he's a decent serviceable NFL wide receiver. Does he scare me? No. Is he an outlet for, for, um, for Mac Jones? Sure. And, and you know, he might catch a few passes, but he's not a dynamic player. So uh, I, I don't know. That's like, you know, would we be able to survive if Kumaro wasn't playing? I think we'd be all right. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah, I think you, so. You, Knock on wood. He reminds me of. <laughs> he reminds me of Zay Jones. Mm, I like it. A lot of drops, a little bit of speed. 
yeah. uh, ran out of town <laughs> by the team yeah. who drafted him. Um, all right, fellas, let's get into the matchups. Herm, what is a uh, specific matchup that you're looking forward to uh, watching this Saturday night? Our defensive line uh, overwhelming their offensive line, uh, both against a run and putting pressure on Mac Jones. And um, that, to me, is the key. Uh, you know, as uh, Cody said a little while ago, if, um, we rattle him early and often. We did it, to, as I said last game, we sacked him in that first series. And I think that set the tone for for the rest of the game. I mean, he made some plays. Um, seemed like we became a little lackadaisical once we tied the lead. But I, I also told someone in that game, I felt that our offense felt we could score um, and move up and down the field, which we did at will. And um, uh, But I want our defense uh, in the matchup I feel our, if our defensive line can um, dominate their offensive line at the point of contact, uh, and I'm talking the run game, but then when they do decide to pass, someone said this week, um, one of the talking heads, that how many times did they think Mac Jones would have to pass for them to win this game? And they said 16. So if he passed 16 times, that means they're running the ball effectively. So if we, if we shut that run down and make him pass the ball more than that, uh, they're going to lose this game. Good takes, good takes. Cody, what is a matchup you're looking forward to? Well, just to comment on that real quick. So he threw three times and they scored 14 points in one game. Freaking <laughs> 16 you know, 16 passes. I don't know. Um the matchup on it's a bell for, curve. You know, yeah, right. Um I think Bill Belichick versus Josh Allen. I think there's gonna be some wrinkles that are thrown our way and if our quarterback can handle it then we will come out on tops i think that's going to be the um the matchup i like that that i'm you know looking forward to the most yeah and for me it's going to be whoever whoever is lined up whether it's emmanuel sanders which i think he he's got a little uh He's got something to prove uh, after dropping that pass in the end zone and then, you know, being hampered by the injury. The Emmanuel Sanders, the, um, you know, the Cole Beasleys and uh, the Gabe Davises versus whoever else they have out there. Because like we mentioned, Mills will not be playing. So as Herm likes to, has coined it many times on this show, there's a lot of riffraff over there uh, opposite of JC Jackson. So, you know, if if they choose to lock down digs, you know, go go the other direction early and often and uh, you know, really pick pick that side apart. I think um I think we've mentioned it a lot. This team does not have the depth. Now, the Patriots, I think they overachieved for sure. I think they're a team that is kind of a year ahead of schedule. I don't think um I don't necessarily think that they were a team that's primed to match up in the playoffs this year. You know, they kind of reminds me of the, the time the bills kind of backed into the playoffs uh, for the first time. They didn't really have the talent or the horses to run with anybody. Um, but that being said, there, there, there are some solid pieces, but they don't have the depth, uh, especially with this uh, stable of healthy wide receivers, which remember, I mean, we weren't we were down two wide receivers uh the last time we met right we were right. down Beasley and Davis so 
Yeah. Um, you know, we just added more firepower and they, they are lacking it for sure on that end. Uh, Herm, give me your stat of the day or the game. Well, I want to see Singletary going over 100 yards. Um, you're talking about the run game earlier. If he can, if he gets over, if he gets closer over 100 yards, we win this game also because that means uh, our pack uh, play action will be effective. And um, they always have to con- uh, pay attention to Josh running the ball. So uh, our POs will be effective. So if he's running the ball effective enough to even get in that ballpark of 100 or across over that threshold, um, I'll be very, very happy with that stat. What about you, Cody? Stat of the game. Uh, I'd like to see Damian Ar- Damian Harris under 80 yards. I would love to see that. As long under how much? Yeah, I think 80. And that that, that doesn't mean oh, it's Stevenson okay. is under yeah, 20. Both. But I'm saying <laughs> good caveat. Hold. Good caveat. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe I can elaborate a little more. Let's say combined rushing under. Nope. Breaking up there. You guys hear me? Say yeah, that yeah, one more time. Yeah, you were froze. You, you, you were froze. It's cold outside. You were frozen. <laughs> oh, did I? I? Yeah, yeah. I was saying um, uh, I combined the running back, keeping the running backs under 120 yards for the Patriots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Solid. yeah. My stat of the day or the game, Isaiah McKenzie returns a kick for a touchdown. Mm, that would be he's been close this year. Yeah, he got and, one uh, called back. There's a little bit of redemption arc. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had one called back. Did you uh, remember the first kickoff of the season? He he took it what 70 yards, 60, 60 yards. In the Steeler game. Yeah. Did you see yeah. he actually got one vote for all pro at yeah. kick returner? I saw it. Really? Uh, yeah, I didn't see that one. <laughs> meanwhile, nobody could be clean, get a clean kick. What not once? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's wow. a weird year for kick returning. It's not just us; it's all over the league. It's yeah. very strange. Oh, this is a bold one by Leroy. Bills defense hold the Pats to sixty yards r- rushing, forces two turnovers and two sacks. If that happens, there's going to be a party at party in Buffalo yeah. for sure. Leroy, I like I mean, that one. Talking. I'm with you there. We're Leroy. talking to beat down. I think we can definitely hold them to two two sacks. I think that's that's definitely I agree. Uh, attainable. If he's throwing like the ball earlier, 16 times, I, I think you're getting no sacks. Yeah. All right. Um, key to victory, Herm. I know you kind of uh, alluded to it earlier, but uh, what's your key to victory? Uh, yeah, I'm going back to the line play. The, uh, our D line against their O line, and um, if we control, uh, we control the line of scrimmage, which plays into Cody uh, Cody's point of holding them under 120 yards. Uh, plays into Leroy's points of 60 yards, and it plays into two sacks. So I think all of that comes together. But uh, I really, truly feel that's going to be. The uh, the battle, and I think our defense, uh, I think our defensive line, though, they've uh, risen to the challenge the last few games, and I think they're looking forward to this challenge, especially after the uh, that Monday night debacle and the 55-mile-an-hour win. They didn't forget that game. None of us did either, you know, so uh, 
uh, I think, uh, in, um, in Buffalo. So you're back at home. Let's let's uh, let's see if uh, the Patriots think they can repl- replicate that performance. I don't think they can, and I know I, I don't think our line will allow it. Uh, I'm I'm feeling the same way, Herm. Cody, what do you got for the uh, key to victory? Well, since week 14, the Pats have been outscored 38 to seven in the first quarter, and that seven points came against the Jaguars. So. Point being, jump on this team early, shut them down early, and uh, let's see if they can come back. So key to the game is be aggressive and uh, make some plays. Let's let's jump on them. Really, the first quarter, jump on them. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. I I feel like I'm uh, living through Groundhog's Day because. It's the same every week. Score early, stop the run, win the game. I mean, that's it's just as easy. It's as simple as that. If the Bills get out to an early lead and they can shut down the run and you make Mac jo- I mean, how many times do we sit and sit up here? Make the quarterback beat you. Make it it's it's right there on the table. We pretty much did it in the second matchup. Um, I think if we did score that one touchdown, it would have been the game would have you Herm, you would have got your 40 burger. Um, you would have been, uh, a handful of, uh, gin and tonics down, uh, by halftime, you would have been smooth sailing into, uh, the post game. You're right. You're right. Just score early. Stop the run. Easy as that. And that brings us to our score predictions. Herm, what do you got? Uh, I got, uh, 28 to 13. Bills. Bills, of course. So, yes, yes, please. Please. So, <laughs> like, who do you think this is? I don't think I, had you, us going I don't away. think you I predicted think I, a lose, loss all season. No, no, I had us going undefeated this season. Yeah. <laughs> I got a great deal we were of confidence six, in my boys. We were board. six games away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cody, what's your prediction? But, they, but, but wait, they were one score. Five of those were one score. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. So, we were right. we, we were close. <laughs> What's your prediction, uh, uh, Cody? Well, uh, Herm, what did you have? What was your What was your numbers? Twenty-eight, thirteen, four touchdowns, four conversions in the red zone. (laughs) I'm I'm battling myself whether I want to think that Belichick has some things up his sleeve to where we don't execute like we should, or do we just come out there and Dable? Gives himself a shot to get a head coaching job. <laughs> Let's go Buffalo 31, New England 17. I'm going with 24-13, um, Bills. I just think – I don't think it's going to be a lack of production. I just think uh, the clock's going to be running a lot. Um, so I think the Belichick – he was uh, the mastermind in 1990 uh, with that, what, the Bills had the ball for 19 minutes. And, mm. uh, you know, they dominated well, the game. Wait, and they Wait, wait, wait. I've been battling this all line, online all week. He was the <laughs> defensive coordinator. Yeah, well, true. Very true. So their Very offense true. had the ball for 41 minutes. He had nothing to do with their O having it because uh, I, I battled this today. Uh, Thurman Thomas had 190 
Totally well, this is the hill you'll die on after, even after you're dead. <laughs> yeah, that's you're, right. You're going to die yeah, on yeah. No, no, but I mean, if you scored 19, one of them was a safety. So really, we scored safety 17 points in 19 minutes. That's not good defense. So, yeah, so I, I want to re- reiterate. My, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. My, I'm sorry. My comment wasn't, wasn't a pat on the back for Bill Belichick during that game. It's more of he was a part of that game, and he can use that same mentality. He's saying we don't have the horses, so this is their. He knows the only way to win the game is to keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands and keep the clock running. So, right again, right. But, I just want you to know been, I, I'm on your but, side in that oh, 1990 argument. I've been giving him credit for that, and I told him, no, 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 yeah, no, well, no. You know, we scored 17 points in 19 minutes on your defense on Bill Belichick's defense. That's not that's not, not good. good. Right. We, yeah, that's not good. Seventeen points yeah. in nineteen minutes possession is not good. Yeah, <laughs> a guy argued me today. Let... Said, "Well, give him some credit for what? He <laughs> wasn't there. I have to give it to the offense." And why is he saying we when it's the Giants and thirty years ago? <laughs> well, you know, he's the genius, and you know, his defensive. And then when he's never been beaten by the same quarterback twice, I said, "Two will beat him twice this year." Oh. They shut that shut him up. I said he beat facts. him twice. He, facts. Yeah. Oh, he beat him twice. <laughs> beat him in early in the year and beat him in the last. And they needed that game. They didn't rest their starter. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 So. All right. It brings us to the last segment of the show. Uh, we're gonna go with the five day forecast. So we weren't here last week, so I don't have the stats. I'm not gonna bother bringing up the weeks prior. But let's start it off with you, Herm. Matt Hawk averages over 35 net yards a punt. <laughs> net yards a punt. Uh, clear. Because he better. <laughs> he better. What do you got, uh, Cody? Clear. Freaking you guys are, are wishing into to fruition. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go cloudy because it's... Yeah, you're probably right. This guy's going to punt the ball into the end zone. Uh, from the 50 so uh That's yeah. True. uh yeah. i'll just go cloudy i don't know hopefully we don't hopefully here we go it's gonna be cloudy because he's gonna have a zero net yard punt because he's not gonna punt mm, the technicality yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah here we go just... hey you know you know me i have my loopholes in my uh my forecast hey, don't start so you can come up with this bullshit <laughs> That's right. That's it's right. true right yeah, 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 when yeah, write the, yeah. When you when you write the script, you can uh, finagle it. <laughs> All yeah. All right, Herm. Uh, both both teams combined for over three hundred rushing yards. Cloudy. Yeah, that's a little that's a little much. What about you, Cody? Oof. I could see Josh Allen getting somewhere around sixty. Ugh, how cloudy too. I think two fifty is more. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go cloudy as well. I think now looking back on the 300s, I mean it's obtainable, but you know I don't think it's likely. All right, if it was windy, our Wednesday question. Yes, yes. Hey, who knows? You know the weather changes uh, frequently, but let's hope let's hope that's not the case. Herm Josh Allen connect uh, connects. Connects on at least one pass over 30 yards. Clear. Cody? 
Yeah, clear. I, I'd like to know the stats on, on how many games he's actually hit one over 30, but uh, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's Is not it, good. No, no it's not um, good. Yeah. All right. Well, pretend oh, you're gonna change it now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going. I'm going clear. I was just gonna say. I I hope they take a shot early. I, I really want them to take a shot yeah. early, whether yeah. the first drive or or what. I want. I want those cornerbacks backing up. So, yeah, I, I'm gonna say they hit on one of them. So clear. Yeah, I'll go with clear because although statistics says otherwise, you do. So, um, I mean. In the wind, that one that hit Diggs right, I don't know, the elbow, had a hard time tracking it. Um, there was another deep pass where I forgot who it was to. I think it was Davis where he was looking over the wrong shoulder and then turned his head. Right. So there were a couple that were there, but it just seems like a lot of the deep passes, especially like the nine routes or the goes, they're just, they're not contested. I mean, they're just, they're almost like a glorified uh, overthrow or out of bounds a lot of times, you know, just throwing the ball away. They're, 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 we haven't had that many, you know, maybe it's the way the defense is playing us, but I feel like we haven't had, had that many opportunities where when we have, you know, unfortunately, Allen's overthrowing the ball. You know, that's, that's, still, a, that's still something he needs to work on for sure. Uh, well, I get a lot of, on that note, quickly, I get a lot of blowback because I say this and I believe it. Tyrod threw a better deep ball than Josh did um, in terms yeah. of getting the ball up Catch in the air and putting some air yeah. under it. Right. But Josh, maybe because his arm, he overthrows more often than not on that deep ball. Um, I think he's too flat on the deep balls, too. Exactly. He doesn't put enough air under it. That's why I've, yeah. I've, you know, I've been in the debate with some Bills fans. I said, no, Tyrod threw a nice deep ball when he did throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. He no, you're, 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 his, his percentage is way higher. Yeah, completion yeah, percentage. Do a nice yeah, deep ball, but Tyrod is very similar to Russell only... Wilson type arc. Yeah, yeah, throw, exactly yeah. that arc. Well, when you're little, when you're that little, you got you got to yeah. get it up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, true. Herm, uh, Mac Jones attempts at least twenty five passes. Uh, I'm gonna go clear because I think we're gonna make him. I like it, Cody. Yeah, I got the same thinking as Herm here. Uh, just to be different, I'll go, I'll go cloudy. But you know, I think he'll probably be around somewhere between that twenty and twenty-five. So I'll go cloudy just to yeah, be different. I know where you're going. You're 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 saying third quarter, uh, sip, uh, sack, strip, fumble. He hits his head on the turf. Game over. He's out. He's out with like twenty-three completions. Who is yeah, I, I got. If I checked the profits right now, it's. It'll oh, be 23 and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 23 and a half. In the <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying it's going to be, you know, they're usually pretty right on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go clear because I, for the same reason, um, he's going to have to. I mean, you can only run the ball so long. I mean, even even the second matchup, I mean, they there was no sense of urgency at all. Because I think they know when you put him in those pressure situations he's gonna i mean they tried it against the, the dolphins he's gonna crumble he, he the only he started playing better when the game was kind of out of reach so um yeah. you know yeah. the pressure certainly gets bad. to the the young the young man yeah yeah and when they you know this is a we talked about the bills kind of falling flat against the jets 
Patriots needed that game regardless. We didn't necessarily need the game, and the way it turned out, we didn't need it at all. But you know, backing into the playoffs yeah. is it's not very no. good. Not for I for didn't want to go in. Yeah, I didn't want you know, to win the game. You guys watching that Dolphins game? What what kind of stuck out to me from Mac Jones was when they were pressuring him, the Dolphins. I'm talking about, and they got him rolling out to his right. His throws came up very short, like. You know, it was down the field. They were going. They were hitting that 15, 15 yard. I was very surprised. Um, it just did not look right. Almost. Well, that's flushing. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. No, you're right. Our, there you go. That's what. Herm, last but not least, Allen takes zero sacks. Ah, uh, cloudy. They'll put some pressure on. Cody? Yeah, Cloud. That's a tough ask. Yeah, last two games, I think he hasn't been sacked in the last two games, if I remember correctly. So, was he? Yeah, okay. He was sacked during. No, there might have been three because he, well, he wasn't sacked against the Patriots either. I thought he had a couple yeah, against Atlanta. Maybe. Maybe. No. Maybe. Yeah. No. I thought, yeah. I thought Atlanta got no. I don't think time. so. I think this. Yeah. Leroy. Leroy will um, yell us out in the chat. Yeah, Leroy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, uh, clear. Um, clear. Rick. Rick Bates. He's the he's the mojo, the lost mojo. I just find it so weird that it's like this guy's been on our team for how long, and it's like, all right, we got. Starters injured, backups injured. We're gonna put Cody Ford in. We're gonna take Cody Ford out. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna play around with all these different, you know, musical chairs, and then you force Ryan Bates in, and then it all, uh, it's all gravy from there. It's very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, this, fellas, earn his stripes. We are an hour and twenty minutes in. Herm, take us out with a closing comment. Well. Um... The rubber match, that first uh, 55 mile an hour win game, to me was an aberration. And um, they called uh, Belichick a genius after that game for only throwing the ball three times. But as I remind people, we had first and goal at the six yard line. We score, we're in the lead, and you make Mac Jones come the length of the field to beat us. I don't think it happens. We went up there, we had an opportunity to blow them out. As I said, we should have been in the 40s in that game. And um, uh this game here i want uh the bills to come in there and cody made the point early jump on them um they've been outscored in the first quarter we have an opportunity as we did against the jets we scored on our first two drives these two i want us to go in there and finish with touchdowns and then all of a sudden they're behind which impacts your run game and your strategy at that particular juncture because if you don't, if you go three and out and we get the ball back, have an opportunity to go up three scores, that game is over. So um, uh, I want us to score early, put some pressure on them, be aggressive, and um, go out here and not only eliminate them, humiliate them. <laughs> send them back to send them back to New England, and I don't have to hear from those Patriot fans for another year. Oh, you'll you'll hear from them. They'll just uh, they'll stay to their corner a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> they're uh, they're a prideful bunch. That's for sure. And what you got? So Cody? are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're not sore losers. 
Right. Listen, um, we've we've all been listening to Bill Belichick for 20 years about how they own us. They're coming into our house tomorrow, sub-zero temperatures. I want Bill Belichick thinking about the New York Giants opening head coaching job. I want him to see that his quarterback <laughs> is not an NFL quarterback and that he's been found out because we trounced them. I don't want to hear anything about the Patriots anymore or their sleeveless coach. I want this game to be over in the first half and, uh, and make them our little brother for the next 20 years. So just go out there, show your dominance, show that their, their guys cannot keep up with our guys and, and, and get on them early and go win this football game. Yeah, and uh, with that, fuck the Patriots. See you next week, because we'll be on. <laughs> Go Bills. All right, yeah, we will be on next week. Yeah. Go, Go Bills. Bills.